Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to the Driving Mall Show. Hi, I'm Paul and I'll be your host this evening and it looks like I'll be flying solo. I know I said that last week and then Steve joined me, but this week um, I really do think that is uh, what's uh, going to happen. What are you going to talk about this week? Well, we've got a bit of uh, rugby championship game <laughs> play uh, happened. Let's be honest, that'll be the main topic of conversation. We'll also have a look in at, on how the um, semi, uh, sorry, the quarter, yeah, semi-finals, it was there, that's right, semi-finals of the Farrah Palmer Cup went um, at the weekend and uh, the latest round of um, NPC action as well. Um, I had my daughters on the weekend, so no, uh, I didn't get to any games the weekend, so no interviews this week on the show, I'm afraid. Next weekend, though, um, I do have, I will be getting to um, two games. Um, I'll be going to uh, Waikato um, on the um, Friday night for their game against, and I've got blankers to who they're playing. Um, on uh, the Friday night um, uh, against Auckland. Uh, and then on Saturday, I'll be uh, catching the uh, County's Manukau versus uh, Manawa 2 game, I think. Or I might head along to North Harbour versus Bay of Plains. But I think I'll probably hit the, the go to the, uh, the, uh, the the County's game there. Um, in that one, definitely, we've also got a Ranfurly Shield Challenge um, this weekend um, coming up as well. So um, busy, busy. Um, before that, though, on uh, Wednesday night, Tasman will take on Wellington, but we'll get into our MPC chat later um, because I think we will kick off um, with um, the uh, Farrah Palmer Cup. Just do the Farrah Palmer Cup, then the MPC, and then we'll finish off with the uh, Rugby Championship. Keep the uh, big stuff um, to last uh, on that one. So in the uh, Farrah Palmer Cup, and it's going to be a quick one here because I didn't get to see the semi-finals, uh, but um, uh, a couple of most... You would, and um, we've been, I've been saying it all along um, that um, Otago and Hawkington uh, this one. So Hawkey seeing off the twenty-eight to uh, nine point two. It's a two-score win uh, there in uh, in that one, um, and uh, then Otago Spirit. Um, so North Harbour, two to seven, go really are the team to beat, and uh, you'd expect them to self Hawks Bay 
um, uh, next this coming weekend uh, and uh, gain themselves um, promotion to um, the uh, Premiership for next season. Um, in the Premiership, then um, Canterbury saw off Wellington thirty-one to three, a comfortable win there uh, after uh, a similar um, win that they got uh, in the regular season um, when. Uh, they beat um, Wellington away from home 5-43. to 43. So no big surprise there with that one. However, um, Waikato versus um, Auckland, Waikato at home, clearly, and also reigning champions. Um, so I think you would uh, would have expected uh, them to have come through uh, uh, and well, would definitely be favourites in this one, having beaten um, Auckland 41-5 earlier in, well, in, the, in the regular season. As it was, um, Auckland won this one 21 to 26. And that sounds like it was close, um, but uh, Waikato did score a converted try um, after the Hooter. Um, so uh, it was 14 at 26 there um, with the time up. So well done to uh, Auckland in that one. Um, really was um, uh, a really good win there. Uh, they um, got themselves out of a good lead in that first half, 3 to 12. Um, Waikato came back into it. Uh, to take a two-point lead, only four, um, two uh, um, converted tries um, to uh, see Auckland home there in that one. I say that late converted try um, and made it uh, made the scorecard much uh, much closer. So uh, Canterbury hosting Auckland then in the uh, final uh, after a, well, a Tiger Spirit hosting uh, Hawks Bay um, first up on uh, on Friday. Uh, well, actually, I think they're both down. Um, actually, the, the, the times actually been uh, announced yet. But uh, so Otago uh, against Hawks Bay and then uh, Canterbury versus Auckland this uh, coming um, weekend. Good evening, Simon Hughes, who has joined us in the live chat. Oh, I've sort of done all this sort of stuff beforehand, shouldn't I? Um, but that's it. That's basically a wrap up of the, uh, the Farrah Palmer Cup finals this coming weekend. Both of them down in the uh, South Island. Um, the, uh, don't forget, well, yeah, we're here on Monday at 8 p.m. every single week. Uh, you can catch us uh, on, on some New Zealand Sport Radio, you can see on a Facebook page, uh, also on YouTube, or you can watch our ads driving mall on Twitter. Um, that's where I hang out during games if you want to chat to me uh, during the games. Um, and uh, also, if uh, you can't catch us live, you can listen to the podcast so for New Zealand Sport Radio on your favourite podcatcher, iHeartRadio, uh, Apple Podcasts, all those sort of uh, places you can find us. Um uh, for, for for all of that kind of stuff. So uh, and uh, Simon mentions that um, the uh, rugby Europe Super Cup uh, is starting this weekend, uh, and also we've got some um, the uh, Rugby Sevens World Cup uh, this weekend as well. Obviously, uh, being a, a World Rugby event, it'll be on Spark Sport, not on uh, Sky, as uh, you might normally expect to see your. Uh, your rugby or the uh, I think the HSB Seven Series on Sky as well, isn't it? So, um, but uh, being a World Rugby event, uh, it's over there on uh, Spark Sport. Um, so that's uh, all of the stuff that is uh, coming up. Moving on to the um, the NPC then on Friday night, two teams that were struggling that are struggling. Uh, let's be honest, Manawatu um, losing to Tasman at twenty six to uh, thirty six. Unsurprising there, Manawatu having a uh, horrible season. Um, this season and uh, at least got some points on the board but they are now six six losses from six games uh, with just that solitary uh, losing bonus points so far um, that's Tasman's second win of the season uh, and uh, they'll be uh, they've uh, got to turn around quickly because they're playing Wellington on Friday night now Wellington um, they played 
on uh, Saturday, getting a good win over Southland at 28 to 41. So, again, it's not been a great season for Wellington. They've been a bit up and down, um, three wins from their five games. But Southland, a bit like Manawatu, uh, have lost every one of their games. So, um, tough one for the uh, for the smaller um, unions, it has been. And uh, um, Southland has still got their storm week to come. Uh, we've been seeing some encouraging things out of Southland, so it's a bit of a surprise that they've actually, I guess, that they've, they've uh, that, uh, managed to pick up even a win yet. So hopefully they will do uh, at some point. Upset of the round, Northland beating Auckland 23 to uh, 22. Um, first win in a long time for uh, Northland over um, Auckland. So cracking win um, for, for Northland. Um, means that they're, they're on a fantastic season now. Four wins and just that solitary loss so far um, for Northland. Um, that loss uh, coming um, uh, against um, uh, in the uh, who are they uh, against Waikato, who are the reigning champions as like as uh, from last year. So um, look, cracking start for for Northland. I mean, it's Taranaki uh, wins against Taranaki. Let's be honest, not 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 uh, been great. Wellington, I've talked about them. We've already been up and down. Um, and then Southland. So um, Southland always lost all their games. So look, they've not had the hardest schedule, but um, still wonderful start. It does get harder for North Northland now with um, uh, Canterbury uh, coming up next. So uh, uh, we'll see if they can continue that uh, that, that good form because Canterbury um, have uh, been trucking um, very well. They um, beat Hawks Bay thirty-two to uh, twenty-eight on Sunday. So. Uh, again, proving to be the team to beat, not only in the Farrah Palmer Cup, but also in the MPC um, as well. I think I missed out on that Taranaki 6 to Waikato 21. Um, Taranaki last year, cracking season this year, not so much. It's, amazing, it's interesting how, uh, uh, I guess, look, with these MPC squads, they are pretty thin. So you can lose a couple of players uh, or if things don't quite click, uh, you can be in a, uh, a lot of trouble very quickly. And uh, Taranaki... Um, after winning every single game last season and having a tough one um, this uh, this year. Um, Otago 27, Bay of Plenty 33, cracking game there, that one. Um, two sides that uh, um, uh, that have been going decent this season. Uh, and, uh, and that's uh, seeing now third and fourth in that odds pool in that, on, on that side. So uh, important win there for Bay of Plenty, which sees them climb above uh, Otago uh, in, the, uh, in the standings. Um, to be just two points behind Hawks Bay. And Hawks Bay have already played their, uh, had their storm week. So um, Bay of Plenty, with a game in hand, could uh, climb up to second uh, in the table. Um, and uh, then the final, uh, so, yeah, so I think we've run through, um, oh, the final game there, uh, North Harbour beating counties 37 to 12. Um, not, uh, so um, two teams, Basically running with that 50-50 kind of scorecard. Uh, North Harbour now three from three. Uh, sorry, th three three wins, three losses. Counties, two wins and uh, three losses. Uh, and as I say, I'm thinking uh, that they should pick up a win this coming weekend against Manawa 2, which will put them on that 50% or 50-50 um, ranking there. So quite a few teams uh, winning and losing in this with just those couple of teams struggling in, in uh, Taranaki with just the one win. Uh, Southland and also Manawa 2 without uh, any wins at all. So those three teams struggling, everyone else kind of getting um, getting uh, their wins. Um, Tasman, yeah, I guess underperforming uh, from, from what we'd expect in recent seasons. Um, but uh, we've got the, uh, some of the, the um, 
the, uh, the the big provinces at the top there. Waikato uh, uh, leading the odds pool, with followed by Hawke's Bay and Bay of Plenty. Canterbury ahead of Auckland and Northland there in the evens pool. So Northland, you've got to say, um, the real overperformance so far um, this um, uh, this uh, this season um, in this one. Um, the uh, uh, Bay of Plenty was beat Otago. Um, Color Steelers, uh, the um, oh, okay, I guess the the uh, the I guess blue and yellow, uh, and all of that kind of stuff. Don't uh, understand the um, the full history around uh, around some of the some of that kind of stuff. So, um, I must say, didn't watch that much, had my girls this weekend, so uh, uh, it's been a light eye on the old rugby. Uh, but I say, in this weekend coming up. I'll be at Waikato versus Auckland on uh, Friday night. Um, we've then got some, um, it should be a cracker there. Two teams going well uh, at the moment, but in different pools, size, size, size of the competition. Hawks Bay uh, defend the Shield against Southland. You expect Hawks Bay to pick up that one quite comfortably. Then on Saturday, North Harbour versus Bay of Plenty, two teams having uh, pretty decent seasons. Um, so again, um, another one um, there uh, in, in, uh, in that one. Uh, so, that, so that should be a cracking game. Counties versus Manawa too. As I say, I'll probably be at that one. Uh, counties probably pick... Uh, well, I'm expecting them to get a comfortable win there against Manawa too for their season. Uh, Tasman versus Taranaki. Two sides struggling. Uh, Tasman at home, you'd think, um, should have the upper hand. But remember, they're coming coming off the back of a game on a mid, pardon me, a midweek game against Wellington. Um, so uh, a good opportunity for Taranaki there to ratchet their second win of the season. Wellington then via Otago. That'll be a tough one for Wellington, having had that uh, midweek game. Otago having a decent uh, going okay. And then uh, um, one of the games around, Canterbury versus Northland. Not one you'd say was a game of the round <laughs> ahead of the time. Um, I uh, um, But um, the uh, but with Northland going so well, uh, it'll be interesting to see how they go down there. Um, with uh, Waikato and Southland, the two sides that are on storm weeks. Um, so Waikato will have to back up after playing Auckland. And uh, Southland um, having to back up after that ran fully shield one. So um, in that one, will that affect uh, how the games are going this weekend? Probably not, because you've got to say um, Waikato, uh, the one of the strongest sides, Southland one of the weaker sides. So you'd see Waikato probably um, will, uh, you'd expect them to uh, concentrate on the Auckland game ahead rather than the Southland game, thinking that they can uh, make changes and uh, still get that midweek win. There in that one, perhaps maybe a fair of Southland. Um, I do like the stags, but let's suppose they haven't been going great. So that's how um, uh, that's the uh, the MPC side of things. Now let's get on to the games I did uh, I did watch, which was the um, uh, the well, actually before I touch on the rugby championship games, um, we did have some um, international action on the women's side of things um, at the weekend. England can uh, continue to show that they are one of the teams to beat through the Australia World Cup, uh, beating USA 52 to 14. Um, the Red Roses there, uh, and then France beating Italy 21 nil. So the two favourites for the Rugby World Cup, um, you've got to say, um, picking up good wins uh, at the weekend. Uh, this coming weekend, uh, we'll see um, Italy versus France, the reverse fixture uh, in Italy, and then also Scotland taking on uh, Spain. Um, as well. Um, so a couple more fixtures there, um, a couple more warm-up fixtures before the uh, Rugby World Cup, obviously, that's going to be happening here in New Zealand. 
Um, so yeah, so on to the rugby championship then, and the uh, men's rugby from the uh, weekend. Um, the uh, All Blacks coming off the back of that loss to Argentina or the Pumas uh, or Los Pumas, um, the, the first ever loss to uh, Argentina on New Zealand soil. Um, there with that one, uh, I'll see a lot of um, pressure on the team uh, and uh, also on the uh, the head coach um, coming in to uh, this game. Look. Uh, the All Blacks still came in as favourites uh, and at a wet, uh, it was a wet Eden Park, um, got off to a, uh, a, a a cracking start. Knocked over a penalty, but then Havili, chip, chip and chase, um, got uh, led to um, De Groot um, sliding over. Um, and uh, by half time, it was 24 3 um, with Argentina picking up a yellow card as well, seeing Lavanini um, head. Uh, to the uh, the to, to the Simbin, um, and uh, you got to say from there this was always from there it was a long way back, um, and um, the uh, you've uh, a, a, a cracking performance by um, the All Blacks as I put the show title today when they're hot they're very very hot, um, but uh, when they're cold they're freezing aren't they this season? Um, it's been a weird old season for the. Um, for the All Blacks, uh, when they win, they tend to win big. Um, and uh, when they lose, well, yep, it uh, goes um, the other way, doesn't it? Um, if you think about it, the All Blacks this year, um, even in that uh, first Ireland test, 42 to 19, big win over Ireland uh, before losing um, the uh, next two, 12, 23 and 22, 32. So um, by 11 and 10 points. Then beating uh, lots of losing South Africa, 26, 10 but then winning 23 to 35, a pretty big win. Then this uh, loss to Argentina, um, then bounced back 53 to three. So, um, yeah, when New Zealand hit their straps, boy, oh boy, um, do they hit them. But it is very much hit and miss so far. Uh, talk, obviously, of, jo of, of, of coaching changes um, during this year. And I'm sure don't want to rehash uh, all of this with New Zealand rugby. Uh, did they manage this well? Did they not manage it well? Um, process and all that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, Jason Ryan coming in ahead of the South Africa tests and now Joe Smith coming in ahead of these uh, uh, the, the Pumas tests. And this should obviously be a settled uh, head coaching team heading, uh, heading onwards uh, with the next game up on the 15th of September. So uh, two weeks time, oh well, a uh, week and a half time, sorry, because it's uh, it's a midweek game um, against the Wallabies for the opening of Bledisloe Cup game. Um, a Thursday night game at uh, 9.45 um, New Zealand time. So um, a bit of a strange one there, uh, having that midweek get midweek test for the Bledisloe. Um, but um, yeah, real up and down um, by the All Blacks so far this season. As I say, they um, were in cracking form in this game and all the stats kind of uh, went, uh, went their way. Um, 495 metres running compared to 297 by the... Uh, by Argentina. Um, possession territory just slightly in their favour, just over 50% on both of those. But turnovers conceded by Argentina, 14 to just six by the All Blacks. If you're giving up that many, uh, giving the ball back that many times, um, it's going to be a real problem for you. But the, uh, the the stat here that probably shows what the difference was last week to this week is in the uh, tackling. Um, with, um, uh, uh, with the uh, All Blacks, 
86% and uh, Argent, the Pumas, uh, 87%. Last week, those were in the sort of 96 to 98% mark. Um, and it just shows you here that uh, if you're going to miss your first up tackles against the All Blacks, they've got the players and the skills that they will um, exploit those um, and score points. Six clean breaks, four, seven tries um, in this one. Um, so um, cracking, uh, uh, cracking game. Um, by uh, by the All Blacks, and as LB says, um, uh, Argentina didn't even uh, get into um, this game. Uh, he asked why, also why the uh, the um, uh, Bledisloe Cup is on at uh, on on a midweek. Uh, as Simon points out uh, it's to uh, it's about uh, Australian broadcasters and to avoid clashes with AFL and NRL sort of getting its finals time um, in those two. So they decided that uh, they would play it. Um, midweek uh, instead. Um, uh, on uh, on that one, um, LB says all teams except uh, France have been inconsistent. Um, I'm not sure the Ireland's inconsistent. I, uh, it's, uh, perhaps they um, yeah, they did have a big loss to uh, uh, to the All Blacks in that opening test. Uh, so I guess you could argue that they, they've been a bit inconsistent, but maybe that's down to uh, uh, getting off the plane, um, etc. Um, on um, that one. Uh, Nocturnal Wright says, yeah, the All Blacks front row is uh, um, delivering with it. Foster was forced into uh, picking them. Yeah, look, there's been, um, it was interesting coming into this game that uh, we had uh, pretty much a, a, a what, the start, same starting 15 as the first game uh, against uh, the Pumas. And I'm not sure that um, that is sustainable. I don't think you can play your first choice team in every single game. And that's three games on the bounce with no changes to that starting 15. Uh, Bowden Barrett and Brady Retallick came onto the bench, um, but um, but I say starting 15 was the same. Um, so uh, yeah, got to be. Um, uh, it's uh, from, so from that point of view, um, I say I'm not sure how um, sustainable that is, uh, and whether it's going to wear out those um, players. Um, but uh, we'll have to see uh, about that one. Yes, there have been some enforced changes. Um, I mean, one of the things I've been so that, that we've said in the show a few times is that. Uh, uh, what holds some players back is just opportunities. Um, and uh, I think people have been crying out for um, changes in that front row and uh, that uh, Foster has been too loyal to a few of those um, front row players. Uh, and uh, now that those changes have been made, I think it's, uh, it's as you say, uh, it is going really well for them. Um, and uh, um, so that is the... Um, uh, on the, the, the Puma side, they didn't get into this game at all. Uh, there's been a bit of talk um, about uh, that uh, post-game, Matera wouldn't uh, uh, shake um, Dane Cole's hand. And uh, look, uh, in theory, I'm a great fan of that uh, what happens on the pitch stays on the pitch and that uh, you compete on the pitch and then your mates off, off the pitch. Um, I do wonder, though, uh, as to where that line is, what... what what, how much do you forgive um, as you cross that white line as you come off the pitch? Uh, does it just give license to grubs um, to, uh, uh, yeah, to be basically to, to, to basically do to play dirty um, at the end of the day? And should you um, uh, sh should you just be uh, just forgive and forget straight away um, as you come off that pitch? I'm not so sure. So um, look, Dane Coles does uh, play well. People would say. On the edge, yeah, air quotes there for those on the podcast. Um, but uh, look, he gets involved in stuff, a lot of stuff off the ball that isn't necessary, isn't really, doesn't, that shouldn't be part of the game or, or doesn't need to be part of the game, shall I say. 
Um, so uh, yeah, I've uh, I'm happy for um, Matera to, uh, to 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 show his uh, dislike of those things. I mean, other players and look, I'm an England supporter, um, but um, Mauro Toji is one another one that gives us that a lot. Um, holding ankles, holding players back at uh, in, in rucks and things like that, um, and uh, uh, doing a lot of stuff uh, off the ball um, that um, uh, that's uh, um, that's what's the word I'm looking for. Um, that so uh, yeah, that, that doesn't have to be part of the game as well. So look, I know all, all teams have. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Um, and yeah, thank you for you do need them. Um, but uh, yeah. Um, and all this sort of talk of spirits and kind of stuff in the game, all of that kind of thing. But uh, there we go. Um not sure much more to uh, say on uh, that. Actually, Rico Wani had, had one of his best best games in the um, as a, as a centre. Um, I think. I mean, obviously, a lot of people thinking that uh, he doesn't pass enough and, and uh, should should perhaps go and uh, be put back on the wing. Um, but I uh, think he had a cracking game um, at the weekend. Used uh, David Hadili got used a lot uh, very differently in this game. A lot got involved as sort of playmaking player um, quite um, quite a lot. Um, so um, uh, on. Uh, uh, on that one, with his, his chips over and using his uh, a kicking game. Um, so, yeah, perhaps one of the best performances by the all-black uh, centre combination there uh, in midfield. A big question mark in amongst that for those two players. Let's be honest, if not as individuals, as uh, as a combination um, in that uh, uh, in that midfield um, on uh, uh, in that one. Um, so, yeah, so happy for them. Well done. Um, Still, yeah, is, is Will Jordan being wasted on that wing? Um, that's definitely uh, yeah, it's, uh, a, a question mark. And uh, does, should should he be put into um, fullback? But then again, how, how do you uh, accommodate Jordy as well? And uh, All Blacks have got a history of playing players like Ben Smith and Israel Dag out on that right wing, haven't they? Um, and Curry Jane um, before them. So it's kind of a very much an All Black way of, um, of, uh, of doing things. Uh, so yeah, those are my last thoughts on the game um, by uh, by the All Blacks. Uh, Morris Bias uh, asks, um, uh, "What's the outcome from the meeting of uh, New Zealand Rugby and Rugby Australia at Adelaide uh, pertaining to Super Rugby? Um, New Zealand going to bow down to the demands of Rugby Australia? Oh dear me! Look, if um, if we say this about bowing down and giving in and blah blah blah, look, there needs to be compromise. 
um, they need to realize they both need each other um, and uh, they need to work together and uh, not against each other off the uh, off the pitch. Um, I, I don't know what the outcome of those talks were, um, but um, I don't see it really as if uh, as bowing down to uh, Rugby Australia. Um, there are definitely uh, bridges that need building or rebuilding because uh, they did get burnt down um, um, so, uh, in, uh, was it, last year or the year before. Um, so, uh, look, uh, there are bridges that need to be rebuilt, and uh, I don't think that kind of language is going to be uh, uh, is, is going to help on uh, on that one. So, uh, no, we have to be still waiting to hear uh, how that meeting went. Uh, obviously, uh, the um, head honchos over there for the Bla the uh, Black Ferns versus of the Wallaroos versus Black Ferns game. That was part of a double header um, with the uh, Wallabies versus um, the uh, Springboks. Um, so, the uh, second game on uh, Saturday. Um, so basically that meant that uh, New Zealand had uh, basically won and lost against South Africa, won and lost against uh, Argentina, and Argentina had done the same thing. So uh, were we going to see the same thing happen uh, between Australia and South Africa? And as you already will know now, spoilers, yes, South Africa beat um, Australia to make this the tightest ever um, rugby championship. But um, uh, looking at uh, the uh, the game, um, to me... Uh, a lot of it was um, a lot of the statements were made very early on. Uh, the uh, the Wallabies really did not look after their ball um, at all um, at ruck time, and it came out the back. Um, now, other referees might have said that um, the, uh, uh, the the ball was still in the ruck when um, the um, uh, when the South African players came round to uh, to snap on the ball, but hey. The uh, referee on the day said, no, the ball's out, fair game, off you go. And so that's what you have to do. You have to, um, uh, you, you have to, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, you have to play the referee on the day. So um, well done to um, the, uh, the Springboks reading that um, with the with the ref. Um, and that uh, led to Delaney scoring under the posts um, pretty early on. And also um, Philip um, getting a yellow carded. Um, for repeat, repeat infringements and also cynical play. Um, but that first half hour was pretty much all Springboks. 62% possession, 69% territory, but they were just not getting points. I did wonder um, if that was going to um, uh, come back and bite them. Um, as LB says, um, uh, Box could have put 40 points on Australia if all chances were taken. Well, if, yes. Um, but you have to take your chances. Dominating the game doesn't matter if you don't dominate the scoreboard. Um, now, South Africa did enough, um, as uh, as as we'll see. But uh, I'm not sure that the um, uh, the score. I think the, the they they dominated. It was. It felt like they were always in control of the game. Um, looking at the stats, the the stats are oddly um, very very um, even. Uh, run meters are 131 to 195. With off 93 runs and 94 runs, um, territory and possession pretty much split down the down uh, down the middle. Um, the uh, um, missed tackles um, are pretty uh, um, pretty similar: 19 and 17, 10 turnovers each, um, 13 penalties each. So a lot of the stats are extremely even between them. The one big difference that dif well, the one big difference was clean breaks. One clean break by the by the Wallabies, seven by the uh, Springboks and uh, 
um, the uh, as as LB says, box uh, as uh, the um, they were getting a better balance um, in their game, and uh, yeah, that's what we uh, kind of saw um, in this one. Um, so right, so a lot of talent South African side. Um, it would be nice to see it more often. <laughs> yes, um, absolutely. And is this? I uh, remember there were eight changes going to this game um, as well from the previous game. So um, a, a lot of changes on the South African side. Uh, listening to um, oh, I've got well, the South African podcasts, and they were sort of opining that maybe that this is more about um, the Rugby World Cup and uh, getting uh, game time into players and building that extended squad and all of that kind of stuff, rather than um, necessarily. Um, about uh, about actually specifically winning these games. Now, uh, getting the win, um, clearly they they uh, they delivered on that one. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, it's clearly more clinical on the night. As they didn't perhaps didn't finish off some of their chances they should have done or second points they should have done earlier in the game. Um, but uh, they uh, got there in the end. Um, especially when you think that uh, uh, Samu's try came on seventy eight minutes. Um, so uh, by then the game clearly was um, already gone. Now um, a bit of a, um, a uh, problem for the Aussies was definitely injuries in this one, uh, with uh, uh, having a, a scrum half out on the wing in the second half. Had a six-two bench, so you could say they've only had themselves to blame um, for that one. Um, but the six-two benches, and we're seeing increasingly across the teams, across the uh, the across the teams. Um, Interestingly enough, the Springboks have switched back from 6-2 to 5-3 um, um, for um, these uh, games. Um, but uh, those yeah, injuries, clearly, uh, not just before the... I mean, also injuries before the end. The Australia, the Wallabies are missing a lot of players coming into this. So um, uh, a bit of an up-and-down performance from them. Um, not really... I shouldn't really come as a uh, big surprise. And Octon Rice says, looks like Ollie, um, Aussies need a quick start. Um, else they really struggle. Well, you kind of say that, and yet if we just go back to their win um, over um, the um, the Hagiwara, uh, over the um, the, uh, the the Pumas uh, in their in that game, um, just bringing up the um, uh, the, uh, the the sort of how the scoreline went, um, the uh, Argentina were up nineteen ten um, at half time. And yet the Wallabies came back to win that one 26 to um, 41. Um, so winning that second half, 7 to 31. So um, I get what you're saying. It's, uh, I must say one of the things I was looking I, 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 I had a feeling was that whichever team started well seemed to win games. Um, but going through and um, looking back at the games, that's not always uh, um, true. Um, and uh, with um, uh, Argentina obviously coming back and beating the All Blacks um, last weekend as well. So... Um, yeah, obviously recency bias um, with um, with a lot of that um, that stuff. Um, so Hugh says the casual fan side of me is very happy that the competition is very competitive and there's no clear front runner now. Yeah, it, it's um, it is uh, it's, it's cracking, isn't it? Uh, the All Blacks leading the table on ten points, and then all three other teams on nine points. Um, with the uh, Wallabies in second place ahead of uh, the Springboks and uh, Argentina, Los Pumas um, at um, the back now. Uh, lots of uh, confusion um, around why it was in that order because the because uh, uh, if we look at um, the table um, on points difference, Africa have plus twelve, whereas Australia minus twenty four, and Argentina um, minus twenty seven. But uh, the thing is that um, 
the order isn't done on points difference. Um, the order uh, is done on um, the results from the teams that are on the same points. So basically, you take out the All Blacks games, um, and that tells you what the order is. So very, so a bit of a, a strange one there um, to uh, nicely confuse um, all of the, the um, all the plans on that one. Um, yep, yeah, Mapimpi got uh, the um, uh, the uh, yellow card. Um, oh, I'm trying to think what it was now. No, it was on the restart, wasn't it? Oh, but anyway, sorry, I can't, I can't remember what it was. But um, uh, anyway, so happy for, for Moody, the 19-year-old um, great debut. Yeah, look, a lot of people making a big deal out of um, his try. Now, look, good try, well taken, don't get me wrong. But a lot of people are going, wow, what a fantastic try and stuff. Like, um Coro Betty didn't get up and didn't jump for the ball. Um, so he ran in, jumped for the ball, caught it, landed without anyone touching him and ran it in uh, because Coro Betty had, 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 was, was trying to go for the ball and there's no other defenders. So, um, look, well taken, um, good try, but I'm not sure it was as, as well um, as um, as everyone was making it out to be, to be honest with you. So, um, I'm just pouring my, uh, my beer there on that one. So, um, uh, so yeah, so that was uh, that one. Um, handbags brawl, Paul. Uh, look, there seems to be a bit of that on uh, in the um, uh, the, uh, the 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 um, in both games, wasn't it? I think uh, also between the Wallabies. Um, uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, there was that um, particularly in that one, wasn't it? Yeah, the between um, uh, Alatar and Elizabeth. Um, ah, oh, look, I don't like it um, at all. Uh, oh yeah, my pimpy. Um, that's right. He put his hand in, down on, uh, um, on uh, yeah, on, on the face of the player, didn't he? Um, the, uh, if it was New Zealand, you'd, you'd say different. No, I wouldn't. He jumped up, caught, took the ball very well, and scored a good try. I mean, it was a good try. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think it was a wow try. Um, um, if anything, the all court game uh, other try was 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 more of a wow try. But uh, there you go. Look, a good get, good start from. Um, uh, from uh, um, from um, from Moody, uh, it's Moody's ability to run straight after the lead. Uh, okay, um, it's uh, it, it's well taken, but so I say uh, there wasn't the uh, he had a clear a clear jump at the ball um, uh, on that one. Um, the oh yeah, that's right. It's um, you know people was yeah putting hand on the player after you know, stood over him and. Um, uh, put his hand on 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 the face, and then the uh, then the then the the um, wallaby held on to his jumper, and then everything kicked off. Um, yep. Um, oh dear me. Uh, the um, what? Uh, uh, look, there's there's no need for um for any of it. Um, again, how about we enjoy the actual play rather than what was going on there. Um, on um, that one. Um, oh, the other controversy that we've had in the. Um, uh in the uh <laughs> on the surface was booing of the kicker as well um in the um at Eden park between uh for the all blacks versus the pumas game um and uh some uh, i mean we had the commentator saying oh i don't like that and then a whole bunch of people on, on and said so on, on on social media personally i've got no problems with, with booing the kick booing the kicker look uh in europe no, so not in europe in um the uk uh in the british Irish, british and Irish, britain and ireland um so UK and Ireland, uh, look, there is a, there is, yeah, you respect the kicker and there's no booing. On the continent, it gets a bit, it's not, that's not the same. Um, there is booing of kickers in, um, in France. Um, and to me, 
Um, the uh, look, uh, different places have different cultures, uh, and uh, look, if you if um, uh, if to me, if an Eden Park crowd isn't booing you, well, then they're not respecting you. Um, you can tell that, uh, that so I've watched games with the All Blacks. They expect them to win. The All Blacks get in a bit of trouble or get a bit, uh, a bit are being competitive against, and the, the crowd will start booing the, the opposition and kicker and things because you've got them worried, um, and that's that's when you know you're actually doing well and you've got the uh, you've got the crowd worried. So, um, uh, so yes, it is a sign of respect in some ways uh, that uh, when when you get booed by an impact crowd, if the impact crowd isn't booing you, as I say, they're not respecting you. And they're expecting you to lose anyway. So, um, to me, I've got no problems with um, with that. I, uh, different different cultures and different behaviours, different places. I think it's good. It's good to have differences. If we're all the same everywhere, it would be really, really boring. Um, let's um, let's uh, be, um, be be on with you. Um, be true. Um, yeah, as LB says, yeah, booze are part of Southern Hemisphere rugby. Um, Simon says um, every every culture is entitled to have a response to the kicker. And even uh, and Waikato has a oh sorry, uh, it was wasn't it? FMV Stadium, not Eden Park. Um, yeah, we should have had more cowbells um, rather than booing. But there we go, um, being uh, being in um, in the Waikato. Um, but um, there you go. Um, uh, reminds me of um, of France people clapping, um, taking a kick in France. Yep, there's all sorts of different things. I'm, I'm happy to have different um, uh, uh, different so. Um, I say different uh, approaches and treatments, um, as long as it is um, uh, not personal and not, not offensive. Um, so, yeah, so booing, clapping, um, those sort of things are all fine by uh, by my or, or silence is all fine by uh, by me. We've heard Southern Hemisphere um, kickers say how actually they find it unnerving when, when the crowd goes quiet, having eighty thousand people at uh, um, uh, Twickenham or watching you dead silent while you're kicking. Uh, is more unnerving than actually booing. Um, so, um, uh, so to me, uh, look, it's um, uh, it, it, it's yeah. If you give something, if you give the kicker something that they're not used to, um, there we uh, there we go. <laughs> Nick White got uh, booed the first time he touched the ball. Ah, uh, yeah. Look, um, yes, Nick White milked it, um, but. Um, the, the previous weekend, so yeah, I can understand why uh, some people aren't happy with his his behaviour um, in um, in that one. Um, the uh, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, some of you, yeah, but I, I do find some of the North Hemisphere fans are very um, classist and they're very um, uh, uh, pushing for the quiet. Quite uh, look, yeah, uh, the, there are definitely some people who are, who are, who are mightier than thou um, with uh, with all this stuff and. Um, uh, and we, we see it a bit more in this kind of like rugby culture is such and such. Oh, rugby culture is X, Y, Z. You're like, yeah, right. Okay. Um, we have a game that uh, is basically, if you don't cheat, you don't, you, you don't win. It's, it's a game that's designed for cheating. And then we complain when the referee gets it, when the referee misses things. Uh, and yet we encourage basically players to cheat the whole time. So uh, look, rugby values um, is all something else that, that people get mighty than might about as well. Um, but if I head down that route and that's, and that's left me a rabbit hole. And a soapbox rant um, if I go down that way. Um, so those were the uh, kind of um, a couple of sort of uh, things on social media that some um, that uh, people were having to go about, which is always fun and games. So I thought I'd just cover off um, on um, on those, um, and I think that covers off most, if not everything, that um, 
I uh, was uh, going to talk about. Um, looking forwards, then, um, do I think New Zealand uh, will beat um, Australia twice? Look, um, boy, oh boy, uh, you've got to say that um, Ian Foster is racking up a number of firsts, isn't he? Let's be honest. Uh, and um, one of those could be losing at Eden Park, um, for example. Uh, but look, the Eden Park um, hoodoo uh, is a massive one um, for um, for the Wallabies. So it might come down to that first game. Uh, look, I wouldn't be um, surprised if uh, we had another win-loss by all of the teams, to be honest with you. Um, there's been quite a bit of talk that uh, uh, the Springboks will be using uh, the games against Argentina to... Uh, Blood some young players um, as, as well, uh, so it could it, we could we could go into this with three wins and three losses by all four of the teams. It could down come down to bonus points um, as to uh, who wins it. So um, it's uh, uh, we will have to um, see how uh, Simon thinks they're going to lose in Melbourne but win at Eden Park. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see that um, that happen. Um, to be honest with you, uh, this. Um, it comes down to I mean, the comes down to who of all of these got fit um, on the day, um, and uh, look, they've been hot and cold equally, um, as have the All Blacks. So um, I don't, uh, yeah, I can definitely see it split and shared, um, but uh, we should see uh, the uh, All Blacks retain the Bledisloe Cup, losing that Bledisloe Cup, boy oh boy, that would be um, a uh, obviously a tough one um, that. Uh, uh, I think Foster would lose his job um, over that, whatever um, has um, been said. Um, oh, yeah, well, these star Topu under injury cloud for Bledisloe. Has anyone ever else heard of a player getting injured during a half-time warm-up? <laughs> that one really um, did, um, uh, did, uh, um, uh, did, did surprise me there. I don't think I've ever seen uh, or ever heard of a player um, getting injured during a half-time warm-up. Um, Pre-game warm-ups, yes, but not half-time ones. So, um, so, interesting. so, so yeah, strange one, that one. Um, obviously, um, Topu, um, uh, we want to have him back. He's an exciting player, great fun to watch. Uh, we don't want to see him getting injured. He's had, had a few too many injuries. Um, and let's hope that that does that, uh, uh, that his body um, uh, that it, uh, doesn't um, hurt so much on that one. So, um, look, I, I could... Uh, look, the All Blacks should win two against... Um, um, the Wallabies, but I wouldn't be surprised to see it split um, either way um, on uh, on that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so when he got injured during the half-time, he usually just cycles during the break, uh, so I don't know how he did that. So yeah, yeah I, we'd never seen to see it, but we heard about it um, afterwards um, on that one. Um, uh, Kendall Coxley's actually should uh, hat tip. Um, fantastic player. Uh, definitely was, um, I think, well, we, we've said in this show, uh, at one point, she was the best rugby player in the world, male or female, um, in our point of view, um, a few years back. And she's announced that uh, her um, her retirement um, from um, uh, from rugby at the end of the season. Um, and it'll be her 100th game um, against Canterbury in the final. Uh, sorry, for Canterbury against Auckland in the final. So, wow, congratulations to her on that one in the uh, Farrah Palmer Cup. That'll be a very emotional day um, on that one. Obviously, she's going on to play at the Rugby World Cup as well. Um, before retiring. So uh, congratulations to uh, Kendra Koch on her career and uh, um, hopefully she enjoys the last few games that she has um, left um, uh, in that one. Um, 
so yeah, so just quickly just checking through some of the news things that saying was one that I wanted to pick up on and um, talk about. So don't forget this weekend, uh, so next week um, I will have those interviews. Now I'll be picking up my parents in the airport at 6 a.m. on Monday morning. So uh, yeah, as long as I can stay awake, we will be at um, uh, we will be at uh, 8 p.m. on Monday. If I can't stay awake, then uh, it'll be uh, 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 I'll, I'll postpone it till Tuesday. But so I expect to be back here at 8 p.m. on Monday next week. Thank you everyone who has joined me in the live chat. It's always lovely uh, to have you there and to uh, hear your views, have your questions uh, and uh, to, to, to chat with you. Um, I say, if you want to get in touch with me during the week at Drive Mall on Twitter, um, or you can go to our Facebook page and use the support radio um, as well there. Um, stay safe, have a great week uh, and enjoy the rugby folks. 